Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym, and we are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody. And, and yeah. thank you for tuning in this week where we tone up flabby thinking and develop mental muscle. You know, Crystal is <laughs> thinking about what is flabby? What do you think of when you think of flabby? It's muffin top, <laughs> it's cellulite around your brain. <laughs> That's right. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. So we're going to develop mental muscle. So for the last few weeks, we have been uh, talking about Philippians 4, 8, where uh, Paul gave us a mind map in the, in the scripture for how we're supposed to think. And he says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy. So this week, we're talking about pure, pure, pure thinking. Here, here's the thing. Purity um, is not really a word that people admire these mm -hmm. days. I think when people think of the word pure, um, it kind of sets off a pious, you know, maybe, yeah, P Puritan, the Puritans. And what we're talking about is really if something is impure, then it's just been contaminated. So any thinking that is is not um, thinking like God, like the Scripture, has become contaminated. And so that's really what we're what we're going to discuss. So um, let's think about it. If a thought bubble popped over your head, uh oh, yes. <laughs> And people could see your thoughts. Uh-oh. Would they be pure thinking or would they be a bit impure? Um, you know, we, we look at the obvious things in our culture, uh, the, the things on TV, the things that we listen to on the radio. I mean, culture is just smack dab right now into just some real ugly you know a lot of division a lot of a lot of impure thinking and and words and things being bounced around um just watch anything on television mm -hmm. you know that we we can see someone's head being blown yeah. off and not even you know i mean blink that that that's how pervasive violence and and sex and things and and those are the obvious that that we shouldn't be bringing into our lives we talk all the time the things that we're looking at that we're listening to become a part of who we are and those are obvious but you know what there's there's something that is not so easily detected and that is an impure motive yeah, exactly. An <laughs> impure motive. Okay. So, the, the scripture says in Proverbs 16, 2, it says, All man's ways are pure in his own eyes, but his motives are weighed by the Lord. And what Crystal and I's objective is today is it says right here that every one of us believe our motives are pure. Right. And the only way to detect whether our motives are pure or impure, motives meaning your heart and the reason why you do what you do, 
is through God checking us. So if you just go about your life and you just assume that everything you do is out of a pure motive and out of a right motive, we're wrong because it says right here, we all think it, but we're wrong. Only God can show us where we're wrong. Exactly. And so we're, we're going to talk about Philippians 2, 3, and 4, where the word says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And so you were just saying, Jody, that motive is our heart. It's who we are. It's the reason we do what we do and our motives give meaning to our behavior. So if the motive sits in the middle, you know, that that's who we are. This scripture can kind of juxtapose it. It can sit on both sides. As you can see, the the negative part of motive, selfish ambition or vain conceit, Mm -hmm. which is what? Which is pride. And then it goes on to say, but rather in humility. And so that's the other side of motive. Are we doing things based out of pride or are we doing things based out of our humility. And so, you, you know, we, we think motive, well, we think our motives are, are all pure, mm-hmm. like you're just saying, but motive matters. Our motives matter to God. He cares about our character. Uh, yeah, he cares about what, what we do, but he really cares about why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. He's interested in the, in the intention of our heart, that thing that is often hidden from the human eye. Um, we want to appear a certain way. We, we like to impress people. Well, Crystal and I were talking earlier about our motives <laughs> when we were younger, when Cri- oh, Lord. Chris- Crystal oh, Lord. and I would work out like crazy oh. and we'd teach aerobics. 10, and 12 we- classes. Yeah, 10, 12 classes a day and tried to convince <laughs> ourselves and everyone it was all about health and fitness. It was. We care about your health and fitness. And we just finally went, you know what? You know what this is all about? I just want to be hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so our motive wasn't quite no. as pure as it is today. Yeah. But we're honest going, you know what? A lot of why we did what we did was just about looking Awesome. Exactly. So when you look at pride, what is pride? Pride is exactly, it's just that the motive is self when, when we're talking about pride. It's thinking about the wrong things. Pride is really a state of mind or thinking like we just said, but it, it's a condition of the heart where we um, really supplant the rule of God that we, 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 plant our own rule over ourselves. We, we want to be the ones in control. And Jody, you were talking about um, being enveloped, you know, the whole idea of being enveloped. Mm-hmm. Well, an interesting definition of pride, I find, yeah. is being high-minded, an overestimation of oneself, and here's a good one, enveloped in smoke. And at first I thought, enveloped in smoke, what is that all about? So this is what we need to, to look out for. Smoke uh, fogs things up. You can't see clearly. Right. Um, it, it, it fades, you know, reality. 
and so that's when we're full of pride, when we have pride in our lives, we can't see what's really going on. I, I like to look at it as pride is a lie. Um, when, de- when the devil was in heaven, the, the sin that got him was pride. Right. He believed that he could overthrow God because he was so great and mighty and more powerful than God, which was what? A lie. Yep. And the truth was he couldn't and he wasn't. So when we believe pride in our lives, we're believing lies about ourselves, an overestimation of who we really are. And the opposite of that is humility. We love the truth. We love to face the truth. We, we are willing and able to embrace the truth about our own lives. So that's what we're trying to, to uh, get people to see is pride is a liar. It exaggerates. It believes lies about itself. And humility is a truth seeker, even when the truth makes you look bad. Right. Ouch. Yeah. Nothing says pure motives like a heart of humility. Yes. It, it is absolutely, it's, love is the motive when, when we're walking in humility. I love the, the quote by C.S. Lewis, and it says, um, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It doesn't, it's not about demeaning yeah. ourselves or, oh, I can't take a, a compliment. It has nothing to do with that, but thinking of yourself less. I'm not consumed with thinking about me. Humility is all about focusing on God. I mean, when, when you think about the power of humility, see, the world doesn't like this word. Um, in, in, a, in a world of just showboaters and, and shameless, yes, politicians and, and people out to get theirs, everywhere we look, there is such a show of pride and and arrogance and and getting mine i mean just ego has gone wild in in the world um we're living in such a culture of entitlement you know void of personal responsibility just Mm self-absorbed a very self-absorbed time um is it any wonder that humility has really fallen on hard times even though that word i was just saying that word humility just bucks the culture and it somehow implies a sense of being taken advantage Mm -hmm. of when it's anything but that um humility has nothing to do with weakness Mm -hmm. and passivity think think about it okay so jesus you know humbles himself he comes down from heaven to become a, a human being he lives out this perfect life and yet he 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 faces the cruelest attempt at humiliation and, and disgrace. He endured unspeakable brutality, mockery. He was faced to carry his own cross. But what does scripture say in Philippians 2 8? That he humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Wow. Jesus humbled himself. That is the power of humility. So pride takes down the devil. Pride goes before a fall. And Jesus gives us the most, the, the most unbelievable, life-changing example. I mean, 
obviously gave us life and redemption and health. And, and because Jesus humbled himself, he's saying we can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a perfect example of the miraculous things that happen through humility. Uh, Moses in the Old Testament oh, yeah. says that he was the meekest man in his time. And I noticed also because he was so meek, he was the most used of God. When when we are humble in heart, God can use us. When, when Jesus humbled himself, look at what he redeemed humanity back. When, when we're full of pride, when pride's in our lives, we go before, our pride goes before a fall, and the Bible says, God resists the proud, right. but gives grace to the humble. So when our hearts are full of humility, when our hearts are right before God, he has grace on our lives, and grace is God's ability. But when there's pride, he resists us. So that's why it's so important to get this right and to always be aware of our motives, why we do what we do, because when we are genuinely seeking after humility, wanting humility, God can use us. Right. When we think of pride, we think of the rich and the famous and how they're just looking down their noses at us and their, their big old house on top of the hill. And, you know, we, we think of words, and it is, it is true, yeah. words like arrogance and, and haughtiness, narcissism, uh, all that is very, very true. Those, those are signs and descriptors of, of pride. But pride is insidious, yes. and it has many, many faces that play out in our lives every single day from that feeling we get when somebody cuts us off in traffic um that being slighted yeah door. being being slighted when you when you go to a restaurant and, the, and that the waiter just won't wait on you you're, you're you're sitting there and oh you just start you know just burning those are signs of pride when we exaggerate when there, there are so many faces of pride and so Jody and I, I mean, talk, talk about motive check. Mm-hmm. I mean, just checking ourselves, making sure. I, 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 there are so many blessings that, that come with a life of humility. And it's nothing you can fake. Mm-mm. It's just nothing you can fake. And so we, this, is, this is part one of, of part two. But we, we just wanted to introduce uh, having the right motive and that the only way to change our lives and change our thinking is when we evaluate that motive in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. When we have to look at ourselves and, and really ask, why am I doing what I'm doing? It's the only way to get pride out of our lives and to allow humility to drive our behaviors. And so you know, for your me- mental muscle challenge this week, we want you to do that. Begin to evaluate your motives. And instead of thinking of the person who you think needs to hear this yeah. and has a real problem with pride, no, it's for you. You know, we all have that person and we think, oh, man, they're full of pride. We all deal with it. Right. We constantly. All, constantly. So that's what Crystal and I want to do in part two is there are signs of this mm-hmm. that we can recognize in our lives and they're so subtle 
and most people do them, and but it, it's a real telltale sign of pride is is in our lives. Exactly. So we're gonna show you the faces, um, but show you how we can overcome it and live just this this blessed life that God wants for us. And so again. We thank you so much for being a part of The Soul Gym. We are The Soul Gym Sisters. Hey, we, we talk an awful lot about uh, you know reading the word and getting, going to a great church. We also want to say, hey, listen to you know great, great TV, TBN and Daystar and CBN, all those kinds of things will really help change your thinking. It has definitely changed our thinking. As always, hey, check out Mind Moxie, the, the book that we wrote, um, Mind Moxie, how, how to help you master what's mastering you. And the master oftentimes is pride. Yeah. And so learning learning how to change our thinking and we can drive that out of our lives. We would appreciate anything you can do to support us, whether that's financial or a, a very sweet, sweet email or a shout out on Facebook. We Tell your friends about us. Um, it's really our heart to just add value to people's lives. That, that's what we're all about. And so we hope that you will catch us next week at the Soul Gym where we whip flabby thinking into shape and develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.